2, verses 41 through 52 is our text for the morning. Uh, the words will be behind me on the screen. Uh, I'll read this, pray, and jump into a few devotional thoughts for the morning, all right? Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first, good parents that they are, because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search, he asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and all the people. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for uh, coming for us, coming to us, living among us, and living as us, uh, even to the point of living as a preteen. Um, so Lord, I prayed this morning as we consider this story, I pray you'd open up our eyes uh, to who you are, uh, your goodness, uh, and your desire to live among us, Lord, and uh, to bring your saving grace to us. So please uh, guide us in this time of teaching. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, question for you kids in the room. Have any of you here ever gotten separated from your parents? May, okay, a few of you. Yeah, maybe in a store or at the beach or at a sporting event, you found yourself looking around and said, where's dad and mom? And maybe in that moment, maybe you felt panic. Maybe you felt freedom. I don't know what you felt. For, for you parents in that situation, I guarantee you, you probably felt panic when you looked around and said, where's my kid? I've lost my child. Uh, that has happened to me more than I'd like to admit, actually. Uh, but I've had numerous instances of uh, becoming separated from one of my children. Probably the most traumatic, though, I remember when my youngest, Seth, was, I think, about three years old. And uh, Wendy and I had had a meeting in our home while the girls were actually in school. Seth was downstairs playing in the basement during our meeting. The meeting went long. It was time to pick up the girls from school. And we quickly ended the meeting and ran out to get the get girls from school, forgetting that Seth was in the basement. Just, just completely slipped our mind. We get to the school. I pick up my kids and realize there's only two of them. Where's the third? Oh, he's at home. Now, we live right beside the school. I went running back home, and all I see is Seth's little face peering out the window at me. And I got to tell you, that was not a good feeling as a parent. Please don't report me. All right. I can only imagine looking for your child for three days in a crowded city, not knowing where your child is. And that's what happened with Jesus and his parents. Uh, every year, thousands of Jewish worshipers would travel to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Passover. Uh, Jesus had been taking this trip with his parents for years, looked forward to it every year, 
And uh, at this point, Jesus was 12 years old. He was a preteen. He was growing in independence. Uh, and he decided he was comfortable enough with the big city that he wanted to remain in Jerusalem at the temple and didn't see the need to tell his parents he wanted to do that. He just stayed in the temple. His parents left and they traveled with a large caravan of friends and family. So they all assumed Jesus was with the other. And I can only imagine that night when they stopped about 20 miles outside of Jerusalem and Mary says to Joseph, where's Jesus? He says, I thought he was with you. I thought he was with you. What, maybe he's with our friends. They do the search. He is not here. And I got to wonder, you know, what was their conversation like? Was it like, we've lost the Messiah? You know, <laughs> just the, 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 the feeling, what have we done? And so they then turn and run back to Jerusalem, frantically searching for Jesus, and they find him three days later in the temple discussing scripture and theology with the wisest teachers in Jerusalem. Now, this is an interesting story. You've got to wonder, why is this in the Bible? Uh, what's interesting here is that as our Christian calendar goes every year, we celebrate Christmas, we think of Jesus coming to us as a baby, but then pretty quickly we kind of turn focus and we begin looking toward uh, Easter. So quickly we shift from thinking of Jesus as a baby to thinking of him as an adult, uh, living, ministering, dying, rising. But Jesus lived for 30 years between birth and his adult ministry, and a lot happened in those years. And this is one small slice of Jesus' life during those 30 years. Jesus as a preteen. So simple question for us today, what do we learn about Jesus from this passage? All right, I want us to consider three things that we learn about Jesus from this story of him as a preteen in the temple. First, Jesus experienced all that we experience. Jesus experienced everything that we experience as normal human beings. Uh, there's actually a, a, an ad campaign, an evangelistic ad campaign on TV titled, uh, He Gets Us. Maybe you've seen that. Uh, this is the theme of that ad, ad campaign. Everything we go through, Jesus has gone through. He gets us. He understands our plight, our situation. Um, sometimes we think that Jesus became human and somehow lived a life uh, apart from difficulty, apart from suffering. He was the Son of God. It must have been easy for him. It wasn't. Jesus cried as he teethed. Jesus had to potty train. Jesus had to learn to walk. Jesus fell and got bruised. He went to school and had to learn to read. He had to interact with kids who were mean. He had to learn to navigate hormones and attraction. And when it came to family relationships, he didn't always get along with his siblings, the scriptures tell us. And in this story, we see that he was not even on the same page with his parents all the time. His parents wanted him to travel home with them, and he had to learn to interact with his parents as his natural growing desire for independence came about in him. So kids, know this this morning. Jesus knows what it's like to be a preteen. He understands. Every Christmas we say that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And we don't just mean he came from heaven to be in proximity with us on earth. What we mean is that he has taken on our experiences. He has gone through what we go through. He is with us in that he gets us. Jesus experienced all that we experience. Second thing we learn in this passage about Jesus. 
It's that Jesus shows us that God is our true Father who desires relationship with us at every age. At every age. After Jesus' parents found him in Jerusalem in the temple, his mother asked him, you know, why have you treated us this way? Why did you just take off? And then Jesus asked back in return, why were you looking for me? Didn't you know where I would be? In my father's house. See, even at age 12, even as a preteen, Jesus knew that his true father was God in heaven. And Jesus wanted to draw close to his father. Jesus loved and honored his earthly parents, but he understood that his primary relationship was with his heavenly father. And Jesus has come to earth that we might have this same relationship with his heavenly father. Jesus is drawing us all into that relationship. Uh, Years later, about 20 years later, after Jesus had died and risen, he's interacting in the garden with Mary after he had risen, and she hugs onto him, so happy to see him. And then Jesus says this to her in John 20, verse 17. He said, don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go and find my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. See, Jesus is drawing us into relationship with his Father so that we can have the same relationship with the Father that Jesus has. Now, what an amazing thing that that Jesus has come for. And this has huge implications for us, all right? So, parents. First implication for parents in the room. It's that we can't be everything for our kids. What we are doing as parents is pointing our kids to the one who is everything, to the one who is the true heavenly father. That's our role as parents, not to be everything, but to point our kids to the one who is everything. And for kids in the room, know this. Your heavenly father wants a relationship with you right now. Uh, Jesus didn't wait till he was 30 to go to the temple. As a 12-year-old, he is there uh, interacting with his father. And your father in heaven loves you, cares for you, and wants you to know him and follow him, whether you're 5, whether you're 10, 12, 16. Our father wants a relationship with us at every age. Third thing we learn in this passage here, Uh, is that Jesus submitted himself to his parents. Uh, After Jesus explained to his parents that he went to the temple to be with his heavenly father, his parents were kind of confused, the text says. They didn't really get what he was talking about. Uh, They didn't really understand what Jesus was trying to do. But notice what Jesus didn't do. He didn't become angry or haughty or disobedient. He didn't storm off or refuse to go home or argue with them. Uh, Luke 2.51 in the uh, English Standard Version says this, And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And was submissive to them. The New Living Translation said obedient to them. See, submitting means to put your will under the will of another. Jesus' will was to remain in Jerusalem, in the temple. His parents' will was for him to return home with them And Jesus, the Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, submitted his will to his parents. Now, i got to be honest, submitting our will to the will of another doesn't sound good to any of us, okay? Especially in our culture here in America. In our culture, we tend to think that the best life is one that doesn't require submitting our will to anybody else. 
We don't want anyone to tell us what to do or what to think, especially if it's against our will. But if Jesus had lived that way, if he had adopted those virtues, he would have said, I got to do what's right for me. I need to be true to myself. And he would have defied his parents and remained in Jerusalem, but he didn't. Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, submitted himself to his earthly parents, even though they didn't fully understand him. I think this prepared him for a greater submission to a greater parent. 20 years later, Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, submitted himself to his heavenly Father and was obedient to death, even death on a cross. Now, we're going to pick up this teaching in a little more depth in a couple weeks, because in Ephesians, uh, Paul goes into a, a large teaching on how we all, as followers of Jesus, are to adopt this pattern in life, that we submit ourselves to one another out of reverence for Christ. And that comes naturally for no one. But we learn to do it because we're following Jesus. But all I want us to know today is that Jesus does not call us to do something that he has not already done. Jesus modeled a life of submission for us. So as we head into New Year's, know this. First of all, that Jesus experienced all that we experience. He truly understands us. Know that Jesus shows us that God is our true Father, and He desires relationship with us at every age. And then lastly, that Jesus submitted His will to His earthly parents. He shows us how to live in relationship with God and relationship with one another. So let's learn from Him in this coming year. All right? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for uh, your word and what it teaches us.